You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichhardt, on the most holy body and blood of Christ. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus made the crowds welcome and talked to them about the kingdom of God. And he cured those who were in need of healing. It was late afternoon when the twelve came to him and said, Send the people away, and they can go to the villages and farms round about to find lodgings and food, for we are in a lonely place here. He replied, Give them something to eat yourselves. But they said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go ourselves and buy food for all these people for there were about 5,000 men. But he said to his disciples, get them to sit down in parties of about 50. They did so and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish, raised his eyes to heaven and said the blessing over them. Then he broke them and handed them to his disciples to distribute among the crowd. They all ate as much as they wanted. And when the scraps remaining were collected, they filled 12 baskets. The Gospel of the Lord. This evening we celebrate the the wonderful gift that the Eucharist is in our lives. The fact that we gather here together each week and we receive the body of Christ, making us, forming us to be the body of Christ found it very interesting tonight, um, one of those things I hadn't seen in the gospel before, but at the start of it, it says that, that Jesus welcomed the people, that he wanted them to be together as a community. He showed his hospitality and love to them. And of course, we have this wonderful miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. It's interesting that the church should put this reading on this day, at least it does in this part of the cycle because it's so easy just to spiritualise the idea of us receiving the Eucharist, communion, the bread of life. But today it's linked with the very real reality of people who are in need, people who are hungry. And so it made me reflect during the week about hunger and poverty in our world. So, sorry, I've got my homily on a piece of paper tonight for you. So I looked up some of the statistics around hunger and poverty in our world. So currently there are 811 million people who go to bed every night hungry, malnourished. That's in fact one in three people on this planet. The amazing part about it is that one of the great causes of poverty in our world, of course, is war and conflict. And so there are round about 99 million of those 811 that are suffering starvation because of wars and conflict in our world. I don't know about you, sometimes those figures just seem too big for me to even get my head around. So I've broken it down into something perhaps a bit more logical. If you imagine that the population of our world was 100 people, maybe just a few more than are in our church tonight, Of those 100 people, 80 80 out of 100, 80 out of the people here tonight, 
wouldn't have adequate housing. Just over half would be malnourished and starving. 70 out of that 100 would be illiterate. One out of the whole 100 would have access to university. Only one out of that 100, 100 people here tonight, would own a computer. And yet six people here would own 60% of the wealth of the world. Put your hand up if you'd like to be one of the six. <laughs> they are, in fact, staggering figures, isn't it? But, you know, one of the amazing parts of those figures is that there need not be such hunger and deprivation in our world. We have well and truly enough resources on this planet to feed every man, woman and child. Do you know that the American defence budget for two months, just for two months, not even for a whole year, is sufficient to provide clean water, clean uh, housing and food for all the starving of our world. Just two months of that defence budget. You know, sometimes we look at the Western world and the way in which we live, and it's a travesty that there are so many starving in our world. In tonight's Gospel, Jesus distributes those five loaves and two fish, and it feeds the 5,000. The great miracle of that was not something magic that sort of flew out of those baskets. I believe the magic was that Jesus encouraged those people to share what they had. And then there was enough. But also at the end, Jesus was concerned about the idea that there was waste. And so they gathered up the remaining scraps into 12 baskets. There is, of course, so much food wastage in our world that becomes an enormous part of that problem. Tonight, we celebrate the gift of the Eucharist, Jesus nourishing us spiritually with the bread from heaven, as it's called in the Gospels. But it's a travesty if we think that that's sufficient, if we think just spiritually being nourished is enough, because the Eucharist challenges us on so many levels. It challenges us to be welcoming people, to be the body of Christ, to build compassion and love and a community of God's people. But it calls us beyond that too. It calls us to be people who work for justice in our world where the mal malnourished, the starving, the people without adequate housing are fed. How terrible it is that we live in such exorbitant comfort in many regards while so many go starving. And so it challenges us and I think world leaders to think about how there can be peace in our world because it's so much that conflict that causes starvation and we're seeing it again in the war between Russia and the Ukraine. People there are starving. But beyond that, they're also blocking the access to food and to nourishing sustenance for the people, not just in the Ukraine, but beyond. And so a part of the solution is protection of the supply chains of food around our world. Interestingly, some years ago, I was reading an article about Brazil, that they produce so, much, so many oranges that they're frightened the price will drop. And so over half of what they produce is dumped into the sea because they want to make sure that the price is kept up. And who are the ones who get rewarded when the price is up? 
if not the people who are producing it. Of course, it's those 6% of the rich people of our world. Tonight, as we reflect on the great gift that Jesus gives us in the gift of the nourishment of the bread and wine, his body and blood, we reflect that as the body of Christ, we too want to nourish the people of our world.